0: Welcome to Sonographers in the Cities, where we connect through sound with your host, Lynn and Giselle. of gorgeous people is out there thank you so much for listening welcome to another episode of sonographers in the cities i'm lynn and i'm giselle before we get started i'd like to thank our sponsor 88 coffee company for sponsoring the most delicious authentic vietnamese coffee that i've ever had um if you haven't had vietnamese coffee please do try check out the website linked in our bio using our code SITC20 for 20% off on your order and let us know how it is. The reason I love this coffee so much is because I love this flavor and I will say it again. I love it so much that I drink it black. It's a little bit neurotic of me, but it gets me through my 10 hour shifts.
1: We all need coffee. So go check them out. Use SITC20 at checkout for 20% off. Yes. So today we're talking about dealing with stress.
0: <laughs> I drink my coffee
1: when I deal with stress. <laughs> yeah. Drink your coffee, eat your snacks, try not to stress, but hey, we're human, right? So And
0: we're in healthcare, right?
1: We are in healthcare. A lot of times healthcare people don't listen to their own advice, but we're dealing with stress as a sonographer. So uh, this actual episode was requested from one of you guys. So thank you so much. For sending us this request and essentially you were asking how to deal with the stress and fear of getting incorrect or poor quality pictures so as ultrasound technologists aka sonographers how do we deal with that because that's our whole entire job that must mean it's very stressful right
0: do you guys want the um sugar-coated version or the real raw relatable version that is not so (laughs) sugar-coated
1: well i'll start off with the sugar-coated version yes so just you know suck it up buttercup (laughs) 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 actually before we started recording this episode i was talking to lynn about it and i was basically like just deal with it no i'm just kidding but like (laughs) almost yeah you kind of have to just deal with it right
0: yes it's it's definitely not preventable. it's probably the first step of you being coming the best stenographer you can be,
1: yeah, if you're not put in this situation, you won't get better and you get put into uncomfortable situations for a reason to learn and to get better and to learn from that experience and to and then to get to another experience and learn from that experience and uh basically how to deal with it. I don't want to say just deal with it, but it's almost like that's what we're doing on the daily basis is we're just dealing with it. And we're going by being confident in ourselves to say, hey, I did what I could. I got what I could. It's the best that I could do. I tried my best and that's all I could do. Mm -hmm. I think it takes patience, time and practice. Those are the three things I put on here. Um, For my notes, at least I said patience. PTP. Yeah. PTP <laughs> patience time and practice like that's how you you deal with it you have patience with yourself patience that you're going to have to deal with this multiple times um if you don't i'm going to feel like you're the most amazing perfect sonographer out there but there really is not the most perfect amazing sonographer out there there's the best sonographer you can be cuz not i feel like not any sonographer knows everything or has seen everything. uh, You're going to deal with a lot of stuff, a lot of difficult patients. We talk about this in many episodes before that a lot of our patients are really hard to scan, whether it be patient body habitus, because that makes it hard to scan and difficult. You're going to get poor quality pictures right off the bat or really gassy patients, patients that have bad windows There's nothing you can do to change a person's windows, like especially I don't know how you do cardiac um, for those with like barrel chests, like where their ribs are like sticking out. Mm -hmm. And that's just how the patient is. You can't change anything about that. It's going to be very hard to get an image on that very good quality. Now, getting incorrect images, that's like a whole nother story. But you learn from getting things wrong. And they just make you either scan it again or have you bring the patient back. Obviously, you're trying to prevent that from happening. And that's why in your clinical site and while you're learning, it's best to make these mistakes during that time than when you're a sonographer on your own. But Lynn has been doing this for a year now. I can say this so easily because I've been doing this for six plus years now. And that's the whole time and practice thing for me is I've had a lot of time to learn this. They say after five years is when you learn this. So Lynn, how do you feel after being one year in the field, dealing with the stress or the fear of getting incorrect and poor quality images?
0: The fear is, it's not there. It was when my first couple of months, like, I don't want to get incorrect images. I don't want to get poor quality images. Sometimes I'm like, I'm not sure what I'm looking at. And now I'm I think I'm more comfortable with that stress, with that fear. Mm-hmm. I still have it. It's just I'm more comfortable with it and I've accepted it that it's gonna be that way. It's just how I'm handling it. And how I'm handling is that you know, speaking up saying that hey, I can't get this, uh with uh was it I can't get this, um image. I can't find what was found in the prior patient's body habit is, is not great. Um, can you help me? And, you know, they usually overscan or I would, if it's my first time doing a patient with a known pathology and I would message the doctor saying that, you know, I tried my best with this patient and, um, please give me feedback. And the doctors are usually very nice. They're like, because they know I'm the baby, you know, the baby sonographer. And they would say like, my feedback is this, your images are great, or your images could be better. You know, I've gotten feedback saying, this is not a good image. Or I've gotten good feedback saying that I see how much you've grown. It's just with time, because every single day I get that fear, I get that stress. You just get more comfortable with it. And just having, again, just said, patience and time that you will get more practice. You will get more comfortable. But that fear and stress never goes away because you will always find something that you've never seen before or you're not comfortable with.
1: Yeah. You know what I mean? Yeah. And I like that you put it that way because I'm over here like the big Grinch being mean <laughs> because I've been doing this for so long um but no it really is nice to hear it from your perspective because you are newer in the field and to know that you feel comfortable now like that's a good word to put it is because once you're comfortable with the fear yeah
0: because it didn't go away it's yeah. just there
1: <laughs> yeah like it's just there but like you know you just deal with it right because it's mm-hmm. just there So it's not like you're running away from it, or it's not preventing you from doing your job, but you're working hard to do what you can for your patient. I'm gonna give an example because today I had a patient that was difficult for me to scan. It was just a kidney ultrasound, which, you know, you think a kidney ultrasound would be plain and simple, straightforward. Right kidney, left kidney, bladder, um, IVC, aorta. In some cases, they don't do the IVC and aorta but at our hospital we do. And I'm like doing my scan. There was no priors. And I was looking at the left flank area where the left kidney is supposed to be. And I couldn't see it. I'm like, hmm, that's weird. Can't see the kidney. Don't know where it's at. And I'm like thinking in my head, where's the kidney? Either this patient doesn't have the kidney, had it removed or something like you have all these red flags popping up in your head. So, you know, that's stressful. And you that, I do have a fear of getting the incorrect pa- uh, picture because I'm like, what if I miss something? What am I what am I doing? Like, I'm trying to do the best that I can for this patient. Um, so what they teach you in school or clinicals is to look at the groin area because they may have a pelvic kidney. So I'm looking at the right lower quadrant. I don't see anything. I go over to the left lower quadrant. It was a bit hard because they have a colostomy bag, which is like, like a little out pouching bag in their abdomen. So it was a little hard to get around it. But I saw something that looked like a kidney. Like it looked like a kidney. It was very small, like super tiny, maybe like seven centimeters compared to the other kidney. And I'm like, is that the kidney? And I'm like questioning myself. And I'm like, I don't know. It looks like the kidney. It could be bowel, you know? Mm -hmm. But look at me six plus years later, questioning myself about is that a kidney or not? And I had the fear of like getting it wrong. So of course I took the images because you can always delete images later if you really needed to. But I took the images and I was like, okay, I think that's a kidney. Like, and I I mean, I put color on and it lit up like a kidney would. It just didn't stand out to me like an actual kidney. So I go down and then I open the paperwork for that patient. And when I open the paperwork for the patient, it shows priors. And I'm like, wait a minute, there were no priors. But then I looked at the priors and it said, this patient has horseshoe kidney. So for those of you who don't know what a horseshoe kidney is, it's the uh, inferior poles of the kidney are still connected. So both of them are connected like a horseshoe. So it goes mm-hmm, like around the aorta. It's like a horseshoe U it goes around the aorta. And I'm like, okay. That's weird because I didn't see the kidney in the left flank area, which typically you will see it. So I'm like, this patient's had priors for some reason. I can't find it. So I did what I uh, thought was correct, which is look up the past to see if I could find the patient's old images. Sure enough, it's on a different account number. And I'm like, oh, great. Like there were prior images. And I took like 40 minutes trying to figure out if this is a kidney or not. but it was there a kidney on the left side. So I'm like, why didn't I see the kidney on my exam? It was the strangest thing. I know the priors from two years ago, but obviously that was very stressful for me for a whole hour. I was just out about that patient. And then to see that they had a prior and then it could have Uh, If I had known that prior was there, I could have done a little bit better. You know, that's why it's important to look at priors of your patient's exams. Mm -hmm. Um, But at the end of the day, I was stressed out. I had this fear. And now I'm like, why did my kidney look weird than their kidney from before? So even to this day, I still get stressed out and the fear of missing something or getting something wrong. But at the end of the day, they ordered a CAT scan and there's all these priors. So a patient can have other options like getting a CAT scan, MRI, ultrasound is not the end all be all. So you just have to know that you are doing the best you can for your patient. I know that I did the best that I could with taking those images and describing what I saw. And I should have just left it at that. If you really do care about your patients, you're gonna think really hard about your exams. And I know a lot of sonographers really do care about their job and what they do. So if you are feeling like this like stress and fear it's because you're a good person. You're trying to do your best. Um but just don't beat yourself up for it.
0: Cuz it's, it's inevitable is um it's not preventable. It will always be there. It's you know your first day on the job, you're going to feel it. You're you know day years, on the job. <laughs> 6 years
1: in you're going to
0: feel it. So um you just Suck it up, buttercup, <laughs> and do the best you can.
1: Yeah. When you and feel that way, think about us. Think
0: about us. Hey, hey. Think about us saying, suck it up, buttercup. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, speak up, ask for help, because that's how you get better.
1: Yeah. So, you know, just know that you're not alone. Um, dealing with stress as a sonographer is a common thing, it's an everyday thing. Very. People don't realize it's a stressful job. For some reason, it's listed as one of the least stressful jobs, and it's not, in my
0: opinion. I'm, I'm guessing they're not sonographers or, or just sound technologists.
1: Yeah. We always talk about how stressful this job is because we want you guys to know the real, raw, and relatable part of sonography. And that's what our podcast is for. That's what we're here for. And that's what the community is for. So just know that you're not alone. We appreciate you guys. and. And just do your best. Every day, do your best.
0: I also have one more thing to add. Mm -hmm. Take a personal day for yourself. Self-care. No matter how stressed work is, you know, once the week is over or once, you know, you have your day off, enjoy it. Don't -hmm. think about work. Think about your mental health. Think about what you deserve because you worked hard the past couple of days.
1: Yeah, this job is hard. So take care of yourself first. If you want to take care of others, you do need to take care of yourself. And we're really big advocates of that. So just make sure you're doing something that makes you happy outside of work and try not to bring it home, you know, to your, to your family, to your significant other. It is a stressful job, but make sure you're, you know, keeping your feet on the ground and remembering that you did the best that you could. And that's, that's that. Yeah. Yeah. So this, Yes. go ahead. Oh, no, so PTP PTP because you you made it an acronym PTP Patients Time and
0: we Practice. We acronym everything. <laughs> well, we hope this episode has been informative for you. We answer your question, whoever you are that's answering the questions. Um, I'm sure others is wondering the same thing. Um, we hope that it has helped you know relieve the pressure, the stress of. You stressing out in this um aspect of uh being a sonographer or Shazam technologist. But you know, we all
1: feel it. You're not alone and we're here for you. Yeah. Easier said than done, but you can do it. Yes. You're in this job for a reason and you're in this career for a reason. And we believe in you, you know. Definitely. Yeah. Thank, Thank you, you a so much for day. tuning in.
0: Yes. <laughs> Hope you have a wonderful day, evening whatever you're doing after this and we'll see you next episode yes also it's the last episode for ultrasound medical ultrasound awareness month yes. so happy happy M U ultrasound medical M U A M A M another i should know acronym. this <laughs> m-u-a-m
1: yeah happy october and now it's almost november crazy
0: yeah 2023 huh. is flying until next time bye 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 thank you <laughs> thank you for connecting through sounds with us we appreciate you and can't wait to connect with you again next time